Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today's podcast is sponsored by Advance Auto Parts. For 75 years, Advance Auto Parts has helped a nation of do-it-yourselfers fix their vehicles. Advance Auto Parts is your source for quality auto parts, advice, and accessories. For 20% off your first order, yes, that's 20% off your first order, go to advanceautooffer.com backslash brohio. That's advanceautooffer.com slash brohio. And that's for 20% off your first order. Welcome back to the Brohio Podcast Show. I'm Nick from uh, Brohio. <laughs> yes, I'm here with uh, I'm here with my friend. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're doing things a little bit different this week. It's a a little bit of a change. Yeah, if this turns out to be a big bag of shit, listen, we're sorry. Rob is on vacation. He's in Florida. Yes. Um, we had a microphone that we sent with him. So what we're doing is he's recording from there. I'm recording at my house. Then we're going to send the audio to one another and lay it over top of one another. Just like if we were together, we would be laying on top of one another. Yeah, exactly. Except this is just not as a, it's not as physically pleasing. It's, <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is, I mean, this is going to be a, a little testament here to see if we can pull this off. But I, I think we'll be all right. There's this old, I keep on hearing these podcast snobs. They talk about um, if you, if you release your podcast and the first thing you do is apologize for the audio don't release it. I, I'm I'm apologizing for the audio. So <laughs> I'm releasing this shit anyways because we're bro Ohio and we go hard in the motherfucking paint. Yeah, we're gonna see if we can go through another episode without editing. Yeah, I don't know, <coughs> but I do I do need to lay, lay some truth on you real quick. Uh-oh. Um, happy Happy birthday, John Benet Ramsey today. Oh, geez, today's the day, isn't it? Happy birthday. She would have been 47 today. She's a pretty little corpse something. now. It's unfortunate. It's all at the hands of her fucking shit-stained brother, too. Yeah, that, uh... <laughs> that's that's what we believe, at least. Yeah, if you go back in our catalog, you can check out the John Benet Ramsey episode, if you would like. That's definitely a funny one, because all of her other ones are not that funny, but that one's funny. Oh. I like that one. That one's really fun. It was a, a lot of research, a lot of time, and tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, we have a new Patreon yay, thank you. Uh, member, and that is Valerie Castro. She reached out. She wrote us some messages, too, so thank you, Valerie. Thank you. She's unlocked She's unlocked Bro Talk, which will probably Woo. be starting in the next couple weeks here. Yeah. 
our first episode of Bro Talk is going to be free, so you guys can see what you're going to be missing by not <laughs> by not contributing. Picking up our Patreon, yeah. But but again, the Patreon is patreon.com slash brohio podcast one dollar unlocks uh, you know a special shout out on the show five dollars you get a sticker and along with that five dollars you get uh, bro uh, bro talk unlocked which is we're going to talk about parenting beer uh, current events donald trump's soft saggy <laughs> shitty balls <laughs> all that Everything, uh, but we, we, you know, like like we've said before, we both really hate politics, so it's probably we're not going to talk about yeah. Donald Trump's balls. Yeah, well, we may just not in a political way. Yeah, <laughs> sure, definitely. I mean, what do you expect out of us? Yeah, I mean, if you if you're looking for a more uh, well versed, uh, very smart podcast, you came the wrong way. We're we're dick and asshole jokes. That's all we're about. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We do reference, enjoy the asshole. Reference sure. the Michael Jackson episode. <laughs> that is a real shame. That whole entire episode was a real shame. You know that? It was, but I I enjoyed that one way too much. I went home and took a bath. <laughs> I remember I'm the one that gave you and the I, bath. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I just laid there and cried in the shower. I just consoled you, like, sitting behind you, giving yeah. you wiping you down with the sponge. Uh, like, it's okay, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah, He's gone. That's terrible. <laughs> He's not here. Bubbles is gone. No, Bubbles is still here. Bubbles, you I, remember me? I wonder if he is still alive. Oh, yeah, you know he's definitely got a drug habit and shit, too. <laughs> he's the monkey sitting in the corner smoking cigarettes. Yeah, he's the one that like jerks off his hand and throws it at people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you keep that fucking monkey away from me, right? <laughs> That's the bubble special. <laughs> yeah. Well, today we're covering um, these are U.S. human experiments that the our government has conducted on us, essentially, yes. the U.S. people. Yes, and this is we wanted to we wanted to grab an episode that wasn't going to be a ton of research, um, and we didn't think and. It, also, we wanted to get something we didn't think would generate a lot of interest, but uh, we put it out there, and there's been we're quite a to, fucking buzz. So we're trying I, to run you guys off. <laughs> we're gonna try and deliver here. Try and deliver. No, it's so Rob. Why don't, why don't you start us with some uh, STD stuff? Ooh, all right. That's that's right up my alley. I know all about this. Um, the first one, starting off our top ten. Uh, number ten is the Tuskegee syphilis study. Now, <laughs> syphilis someone, such a fun word. Someone say syphilis? Uh, this is actually yeah. um, the U.S. Public Health Service conducted the Tuskegee syphilis study. This was back in 1932. It included uh, 600 African-American men who 399 of them had syphilis and 201. Was syphilis, was syphilis even a thing in 1932? I, was, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. Those those people just like fuck the same person from beginning to the end. That's that's how love worked back then. Right. Haven't you seen the Notebook, Rob? Yeah, I I have. It's a glorious movie. It's beautiful. Where's it? That's 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 true love right there. Um, it is. <laughs> Three hundred and ninety nine had syphilis. Two hundred and one did not. Now the the 399 that did have syphilis they they were denied proper treatment for the disease the government wanted to make sure that they were able to track its progression without interruption by medication so they were oh my God. they were essentially guinea pigs and they could have helped them but they just decided not to um these 
these men were never given the option to participate in the study either, because they, they were never, no one ever told them that this was an experiment. <laughs> There's, I wonder how they rope it. I wonder if it was like a radio ad, like, call us now for your free weight loss pills <laughs> at 1-800-SYPHILIS. That's 1-800-SYPHILIS. <laughs> just say, it's like, hey, just just come by this tent today, and we're, we're just, we're just going to stare at your dick yeah. until uh, until we're until we're happy. Well, Please don't call if you're a Caucasian male. We want black guys only. Black guys only for one eight hundred syphilis. This uh, the experiment itself was actually only supposed to last for six months, um, but they they went they went past they went past this time frame a little bit, oh, and it actually man. it lasted up to forty years. <laughs> That's definitely some. That's definitely some shit you can't shave off with a razor. <laughs> like we were supposed to be done in July. What? what um, yeah, this is this is July, but this is uh, this is like the eighties now. Like, what are yeah. we gonna do? But, penicillin, 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 penicillin. Penicillin. Anytime, any funny, funny story. Anytime my wife's sick, I always offer to give her a shot of penicillin. Peterson. She always rejects it. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That could really help. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It, it, I I run a revolutionary medical service in my basement, and she does not fucking realize that that I'm trying to <sighs> I'm trying to help her. Well, you can only do so much. Yeah. <laughs> now. Uh, penicillin became the main drug to treat syphilis. These patients were denied access, and they weren't given this the option to even opt out of the study. But, in exchange, they were given free medical exams and burial services. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you mean, we'll... We'll, we'll look at you, and we'll, we'll bury you when you die from it, but we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna give you the Peterson to to treat it. <laughs> what are we gonna learn from that? Now, of course, there was a lawsuit that was filed, and um, the government did grant free burial services to all surviving patients. So that's uh, yay. Yeah. Good job, government. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. What? That's depressing. Yeah. And I, I did just realize that I had you so loud in my headphones that you were picking up on my microphone, so that, that could be kind of weird for the first eight minutes. That's cool. Well, I like a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I can go in and just cut myself so out. That's the, yeah. So that's the uh, that's the syphilis study Yay. of Tuskegee. Yeah. So our government, in a nutshell, was injecting African-American males <laughs> with syphilis... <laughs> And then not providing them any medical assistance at all. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much. How do you go about contracting syphilis without actually, you know, putting your pee in a V somewhere? That's a very good question. I don't know. I don't know. You you think the U.S. government was hiding in corners like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, that guy, come over here. I got some syphilis for you <laughs> if you want to try some of this shit right here. <laughs> what is that? You want to try some of the syphilis? <laughs> it's the best stuff around, man. <laughs> you ain't getting it. Right, next on the list is <laughs> next on the list is the Stateville Penitentiary Malaria Study because mm. the only thing cooler than fucking syphilis is malaria. Malaria. Malaria used to be a pretty big thing. I mean, yeah, it would fuck people up for sure. For sure. But the uh, Stateville Penitentiary Malaria Study was conducted by the U.S. government in the 1940s at Stateville Penitentiary in Illinois. Or Illinois, wherever you're from. Stateville, you Stateville just sounds like the like the worst made-up city name ever. That sounds like a prison where you show up and they're like, all right, 
Spread your butt cheeks because you're about to get your fudge pushed in for sure. Get your fudge pushed in. It involves. You never had your fudge pushed in no, before. You know, I can't say I have. That's a real tra- That's a real tragedy. I know we're honestly. we're have to fix that. Yep. <laughs> yes, we will fix it. But it involved 400 prisoners who were illegally injected with malaria and subjected to studies. Aww. The goal was to test experimental drugs in an effort to find a cure for the disease. See, my thing is, they eventually did find a cure for malaria, right. and this study really did help, and they did it on inmates, so I don't feel that bad. <laughs> I mean, some inmates, like, you and I have talked before, we were both correction officers, I've met some good dudes in the prison. Yeah, absolutely. But for every decent guy you meet, you, you meet about 45 fucking cum stains that <laughs> really don't deserve to be on the earth. Yeah, that that pretty much like sums it up right there. Yeah, uh, but the the funny thing about this test was the inmates were solely responsible for uh, documenting everything that happened themselves. And so not only were they the patients, they were the proctors as well, which is kind of cool. That's cool. And the inmates decided amongst themselves as well who was going to take this test. <coughs> Sorry. So you can imagine being, um, you know, in the day room in prison, and someone stands up and says, "All right." Three of you motherfuckers getting malaria today. Who's it going to be? And then you have to fucking duke it out. You know. I'll, get that work in. I'll, I'll get take, them hands going. I'll take malaria. Just, hey, uh, I, I'll just, take malaria as long just, as I can get a big fat cock shoved in my ass. Just just don't hit me anymore, please. <laughs> so you want to hear funny? You want to hear, like, okay. So th- the end of this story is... <laughs> um. There were some there were some horrifying side effects, um, but I don't think there was any death involved. That, huh? Nope. Yeah, there actually there was a little bit of death involved. <laughs> They're not sure of the numbers exactly because the inmates kind of tracked everything themselves. Uh, <laughs> but it was praised for its benefits because how much awareness it brought. Well, how much it, it discovered for the cure for malaria. So here's my funny story about prison and rape. Um, one time, Here's my there funny was a story gentleman. About prison and rape. <laughs> <coughs> there was a gentleman in a cell block that I was working in, and he was—he uh, just arrived in prison, and he was putting up his antenna for his television, and he couldn't. <coughs> and it was really hard to get reception in the prison I worked in. Yeah. So he poked out of his door, and all these guys were just getting there, and they were level four inmates, which these guys aren't even supposed to be allowed out amongst one another. Right. But they were. It was a new experiment by the state because the state fucking loves fucking shit up. Right. So he peeked his head out of the corner. He said, hey, buddy, can you come over here and help me with this uh, TV antenna? And this guy said, sure, I'll come over and help you out with it. <laughs> he goes over, gets his antenna set up for him. And the guy says, hey, buddy, thanks for fixing my antenna. And he says, I'm going to need you to pay me for that antenna. And he said, I don't have any money. Uh, so naturally, it's prison. He said, well, you about to pay with that fucking ass. <laughs> and this guy did not go willingly, but he was raped. He was brutally raped there in the cell. Uh, I was doing my rounds about an hour later, and he knocked on the window, and he said, I've been raped by the black man in the cell next to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> naturally, I laughed because <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> There's a huge investigation. The state patrol came in. They were wiping shit and doing swabs. And Ugh. 
This guy had to get a rape kit done on his butthole, which, you know, rape is not anything to joke with, joke about, joke around about, unless it's in prison. <laughs> then it's completely okay. <laughs> so just keep that in mind when you're listening to the Brohio Podcast Show. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Oh, God. It's so horrible, but it's so funny. <laughs> so next time you have someone come to your house, or you help, like, next time your brother calls you and says, hey, come help me move, and you go help him move, and he's like, hey, I bought you some pizza. You just say, hey, I don't want any of that pizza. I want a piece of that ass. You know what I mean? You're going to get cornholed, and you're going to enjoy it. You about to pay, you about to give me a piece of that ass <laughs> is what you about to give me, motherfucker. Oh, good God. So, yeah. That's all for that one? Move. Yeah, moving on. Oh, God. This one's a fun one here next to the next one. We got <laughs> the Navy-sponsored beef blood <laughs> transfusions. <laughs> <laughs> what Ooh. what in the world could that be? Um, there was a uh, biochemist that worked at Harvard University named Edward Kahn. He uh, conducted an experiment back in 1942 that was sponsored by the U.S. Navy. They the Navy contacted him to to engage the secret project to discover a possible biological weapon. And oh, good. his his work involved injecting prisoners. It's always prisoners. It's like fuck it. It's, well, it's prison prisoner. No, as we get towards the end of this list, it gets a lot more uh, morbid than that. They move. Yeah, they move on to the handi- children. They move on to handicapped kids and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, his work involved injecting prisoners with cow blood in an effort to oh my god to detect a protein that could be used in the event of an upcoming war. Um, this now see sometimes I play around the internet and I've seen videos of people getting fucked by horses but never getting injected with <laughs> with cow blood. Yeah, Mr. Hands, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> don't, you, don't don't look that, that up. guy died. Yeah, he died. Don't look that up, please. <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, if you want to see a guy get impaled by a horse wiener, then yeah, I have to, check it out. Yeah, if, I don't if know. that floats your boat, go for it. But uh, if you've made it this far into the Brohio season, then you're definitely <laughs> fair game for that shit. So. Sixty four subjects were injected with the cow blood, and they all suffered mm. some type of a catastrophic effect, and and it always ended in death. Um, yeah, 64 of them were fucking tested, and 64 died. Yeah, so that's, it, it's no bueno. Um, Those are some Hitler numbers right yeah, there. Yeah, that's 100%. Now, the government experiment, of course, <coughs> of course, failed, but they did learn from this that the true way to identify the protein was not in cow blood, but in the human blood. So methods <laughs> great methods were replicated using human We've blood arrived. and protein that wasn't isolated, but was pure, whatever the hell that means. Um, you know, there's a lot of protein in semen from what I hear. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> yeah. I, I am a love guru, but I've heard that over the years. Uh, essentially, what, what, they, what they found out was that that protein they could use to treat uh, shock patients. So, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Yay. Mind you, mind you, these are unwilling people. Yeah. That are essentially seized by the government. Like, yo, uh... That's the hard gonna, part for me to understand. We're gonna shoot some of Bessie's blood up your ass, and we'll, we'll see, we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. Um, could you imagine, like, uh... Hey, your body? Yeah, your whole entire body? Uh, we're gonna need all that, so it's coming with us. Just shut the fuck up and get in the van. Right. We're, I wonder what these, like... Ugh, I can't even imagine, like, what they would have gotten. Like, even if they were getting, like, paid, which I'm sure they weren't, but, like... 
I always see stuff on the internet about how you um, can lay in a fucking bed for six months for yeah. NASA and get twelve thousand dollars. I saw that. If I could get someone with really soft hands to rub lotion on my bed sores, I would do that. <laughs> hey, that's like this. Like that sounds like school a... nurse from elementary school. Oh, yeah, I want her. Yeah, I don't even remember her name, but it's pretty just... sweet. I just want to lay there while she checks my head for lice. <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. Didn't that feel good with the little sticks? It was so good. It was so amazing. Uh, sometimes I... Never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm not trying to get banned off iTunes. <laughs> oh, jeez. My cat just knocked a water bottle over. I was just, it sound like you're... If it's not Rob's kits, it's... It sound like your house is falling over. Yeah. <laughs> So we're, we're moving on to the next one. We're doing radiation experiments. There was a lot of radiation experiments conducted around the time of World War II. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff leading up to World War II, and there was a lot of stuff after World War II while we were essentially in a race with uh, Mother Russia for uh, nuclear supremacy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, I'm going to use the term... Irradiation a lot, which means to contaminate something with radiation is all irradiation means. Um, so between 1960 and 1971, the Department of Defense funded non-consensual, let me repeat that, non-consensual <laughs> whole body radiation experiments oh my God. on poor black cancer patients. Oh my God. Yeah, who were not told what was being done to them. Patients were told that they were receiving a, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, <laughs> treatment oh, that might shit. cure their cancer. Holy fuck. But the Pentagon was trying to de- determine the effects of high levels of radiation on the human body. Hoo-wee! <laughs> yeah. I need to crack one That's open. That's just wonderful, isn't it? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, moving, but one of the doctors involved in the experiments, Robert Stone, was worried about uh, litigation, which naturally you should be. Of course, yeah. By the patient's... <laughs> So his workaround for that was just to use their initial, their initials in the medical charts. Ah. So, you know, no harm, no foul. Right. Way to scooch over that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. This would alleviate him from uh, any adverse publicity and essentially the litigation he was trying to avoid. Um, from 1960 to 1971, Dr. Eugene Sanger, funded by the Defense Atomic Support Agency, performed whole-body radiation experiments on more than 90 poor, black, advanced-stage cancer patients with inoperable tu- tumors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, which is oh, right by God, us. Right by us. Uh, he, f- he forged consent forms and did not inform the patients of the risks of, of irradiation. The patients were given 100 or more rads, which are, I guess are units of... Yeah, the units you measure radiation uh, in. Exposing someone to radiation. Uh, it, ca- it caused intense pain and vomiting. Critics have questioned the medical rationale for the study, obviously. Yeah, duh. I have such a long list here of them fucking just dumping radiation on people, not giving a flying fuck. Um, I'm, so I'm going to keep on moving here. 1963 to 1973, a leading en- endocrinologist, Dr. Carl Heller... Irradiated the testicles of Oregon and Washington prisoners. Oh my god! So it gets a lot. It gets a lot worse for the prisoners right there. So not only was he <laughs> um, fucking putting these guys under the microscope, he was putting their balls <laughs> under there too. Hey, let me see your balls, boy. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm gonna open up the door to this microwave real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get in. 
we're gonna hit this button here and we're gonna we're gonna nuke you up for about a minute thirty if that's okay. <laughs> they're just cracking yeah. open the they're cracking open the tray slot on the doors and saying, Hey uh, put your yeah. balls on the tray slot, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lay that salami out here so I can cook it for you. <laughs> They're bringing around a microwave and just like putting them in there and frying them up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in return for their participation, the inmates were given five dollars a month and a hundred dollars when they had to receive a vasectomy oh upon the completion of the trial. So the reason that these guys, when they participated in the study, they were forced to get vasectomies at the end of the study. <laughs> Why, you ask? Hey. They were made to get vasectomies. The surgeon who sterilized the men said it was necessary to keep them from contaminating the general public with radiation-induced mutants. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you, they don't want you fucking venturing out in the world and making these little fucking mongoloid babies with four horns and shit. So, they're going to cut your wiener off. Oh, God. Oh, holy shit. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of rough, isn't it? That's bad. And that's the qu- that quote of the doctor saying that, saying we can't send these guys out in the world making mutant babies. Oh my that's gosh. Great. They all come back looking like uh, the croc yeah. from... Uh... <coughs> Killer croc. Yeah, Killer croc. Holy shit, yeah. that's crazy. Okay, and then researchers in the U.S. have performed thousands of human radiation experiments to determine the effects of atomic radiation and radioactive contamination on the human body, generally on people who were poor, sick, or powerless... Most of these tests were performed, funded, or supervised by the United States Military, Atomic Energy Commission, oh, sign me up for that there shit, or various other U.S. federal government agencies. Yeah. The experiments included a wide array of studies involving things like feeding radioactive food to mentally disabled children <sighs> or conscientious objectors. Now, I can understand the conscientious objectors. Those guys are fuck stains. Yeah. Give them, give them the wicked shit. Jesus. And they would also in, insert radium rods into the noses of school children, deliberately releasing radioactive chemicals over U.S. and Canadian cities. Uh, mind you, we are talking about our government that currently serves us right now. I'm not a big government conspiracy guy. I like conspiracy theories, but not necessarily uh, government stuff. Yeah. This one's a little. This one's a little. A little too much to grab onto here i mean yeah i <clears throat> i like listening to as many different ones as is possible because i like to hear the crazy shit um right but yeah this is uh that's this is in its own rough. yeah it's in its own ballpark here yeah and then bill clinton in uh, 1986 God, here we go <laughs> here we go he yeah now this actually he did he created an advisory committee for uh it was actually geared towards human radiation experiments, and it was an executive order to monitor government tests. Um, the results of that were published in 1995. But ultimately that was to f- protect the people from these wicked tests. I mean, oh, okay. He was kind of doing a good thing. Well, good for him. <laughs> yeah, so let's move on to to radioactive iodine in 1949 operation called the Green Run. <laughs> I had the Green Run several times in my fucking life. Uh, the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission, the AEC, released iodine-131 and xenon-133 to the atmosphere near the Hanford site in Washington, which contaminated a 500,000-acre area containing three small towns. So... They essentially just flew over this place and fucking dumped iodine and xenon on on these people 
unbeknownst to them. Jeez. That's... We're not making up any of this stuff. This is all <clears throat> cited and confirmed. This is stuff that really fucking happened that the government has since apologized for, paid people for. Oh, yeah. So if they did that stuff then, imagine what they're doing now. I don't even want to think it. Yeah. And it gets a little worse with the iodine. In another study, they gave 25 newborn babies who were under 36 hours old and weighed from 5.5 to 8.5 pounds. They gave them all iodine-131, either by oral administration or through an injection, so that they, they could measure the amount of iodine in their thyroid glands as iodine would go to that gland. The thing was, is they weren't getting permission from the parents. <laughs> they weren't... <coughs> they weren't... No one knew about it. Yeah. And it was by the time that they realized how f- fucking terrible this was, it was too late. They were just snatching uh, up little kitties and... Yeah. Ugh. It's... Yeah. And they also... They were doing they were doing it through gastric tubes uh, to, in, to put the iodine in there. And in 1953, the AEC sponsored a study to discover if radioactive iodine affected premature babies differently from full-term babies. So oh, yeah. this that's, can't end badly at all. That's a great study. In the experiment, researchers from Harper Hospital in Detroit... Naturally, it's Detroit. Of course it is. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Right. They orally administered iodine-131 to 65 premature and full-term infants who weighed from 2.5 to 5.5 pounds. So they're taking premature babies, and they're just shoving iodine down their mouths. Uh, and there was another one at Sonoma State Hospital in Northern California. It served as a... This is fucked up. <laughs> From 1955 to 1960, this place served as a like anonymous drop-off spot if you had a a kid with cerebral palsy or uh, a major mental health issue, mm-hmm. you could drop these kids off and just wash your hands of these children. It was a dumping spot for kids. I mean, that's there's no way to to butter that one up. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. <clears throat> But it was a, it was a, it was a drop off location for mentally handicapped children diagnosed with various different ailments. The children subsequently under. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Underwent painful experimentation without, with, without adult consent. Many were given spinal taps for which they received no direct benefit. Um, 60 Minutes uh, blew the lid off this a while back. It said in, in, that in the five years the, this place did this project... The brain of every child with cerebral palsy who died at Sonoma State was removed and studied without parental consent. I, I, don't, I wow. don't know how I feel about that. If I'm dead, I don't I, fucking take my brain, I guess. Yeah, but, but I mean, if it's your kid. Yeah. Ugh. And they 1,400 patients died at, at, at the hands of this clinic from these fucking experiments. That's insane. That's a lot of people. That's yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then the government, they eventually moved on to plutonium, which kind of tied in with the Manhattan Project around 1945 yeah. for 
the atomic bomb, <clears throat> they would go and find really sick people, and they would just inject them with plutonium and essentially kill these people that were already on their deathbed without their, again, without their consent. Um... But immediately after World War II, researchers at Vanderbilt University gave 829 pregnant mothers in Tennessee what they were told were vitamin drinks. <laughs> God. <laughs> and that these vitamin drinks would improve the health of their babies. The mixtures contained radioactive iron, and the researchers were determining how fast the radio, I'm sorry, radiosotope crossed into the placenta. At least three children known to have died from the experiments from cancers and leukemia. Four of the women's babies died from cancer as a result of the experiments, and the women experienced rashes, bruises, anemia, hair loss, tooth loss, and cancer. Holy shit. Yeah. And uh, the last one I have for the uh, radioactive shit here. Uh, in 1946 to 1953, at the Walter E. Fernalin State School in Massachusetts, in an experiment sponsored by the U.S. Atomic Energy, we're seeing that fucking name a lot here. Right, Atomic Energy Commission. And the Quaker... <clears throat> but also, this was hand-in-hand uh, hand with the Quaker Oats Co- Corporation. Oh, shit. 70, 73 mentally disabled children were fed oatmeal containing radioactive calcium and other other radiosotopes in order to track how nutrients were digested. The children were not told that they were being fed radioactive chemicals. They were told by the hospital staff and researchers that they were joining a they were joining a science club. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, that fucking horrible or what? You're getting these nerds really happy and stuff, and then you're... Jesus. <laughs> I, uh... I understand you don't have any friends, so I was hoping you might want to join this fucking club I just put together. <laughs> oh, my God, that's horrible. How would you like to be in a science club? <laughs> what do I got? What do I got to do to be in a science club? Well, we're going to take this big fucking syringe here. got a whole bunch of, uh... we got a whole bunch of radioactive plutonium in it. We're going to shove it up your ass, and we're going to dump it in there, and then you're going to be in the science club. How do you like it? Well, that doesn't sound bad. Follow me into the, into the stall right here. We'll get you going here, buddy. <laughs> that's that's absolutely crazy. Ugh. That's wonderful, isn't it? And you got to think, we're we're not even halfway through our list yet, and this is, this is a top ten. We... Yeah. It's only going to get we better from here. We are fucking living this right now. Yeah. This is what the U.S. government is was doing to people. Luckily, I think a lot has changed since since then. Yeah, a lot of this a lot of this stuff is right as World War II time. This is when things were getting crazy, and fucking Hitler just fucked everything. Yeah, up that was. yeah, and going into the next, of course, it's another one right around the time of World War II. Um, did you have anything else? Or was that your last bit? No, that was, that was a lot. I'm sorry. Okay. No, you're that fine. Was all kinds of fucking horrible stuff. Yeah, that's that's disgusting. Um, the next one is mustard gas experiments, and this was once again this was during the World War II. Um, See, when I was a kid, a mustard <clears throat> gas is where you put mustard in your hand and then you would fart and you would cup it and then you'd throw it in someone's mouth. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Are you familiar? No, I'm not. But that probably sounds just as deadly. Okay. We'll try it sometime. <laughs> All right, I can't wait. <laughs> um, the U.S. government conducted uh, this is, these experiments on their own soldiers to test the efficiency of gas masks and uh, other types of like protective clothing. 
Um, oh, goody. Yeah, yeah, you gotta make sure how, the, how that mustard gas is gonna react to the, its enemies. And I'm sure all of these guys were completely willing oh, yeah. and ready to do these fucking experiments. And they knew exactly what was co- gonna happen to them, uh, everything. Because tr- Most of the shit that happens to you in the military is usually optional, you know? Right. It's... Never forced on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's estimated that right around 60,000 human subjects were used during this study, and it was mostly Caucasian men. So it's, it's a little a little change. The black guys got the syphilis shit, yeah. and the white guys got the mustard gas. That's so, a fair trade-off. Yeah, pick your, pick your battles here. Um, yeah. Now, many Japanese and African-Americans... Oh, see, were, it's fucked up. Were man. also used to identify, just to identify the possible skin differences within the experiment. So they wanted to see if it would react differently to the white people than it did with the <laughs> Japanese and <laughs> African American yeah. people. So we we have the same notes for this episode, and they were trying to. They needed different colored skin for yeah these experiments. I, so uh, the Japanese lucked out. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand. It's we got a white guy and we got a black guy. Now we need something kind of in the middle. <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now there are the Pearl Harbor motherfuckers. <laughs> they there are several different tests that they use to to determine the strength of these of the clothing. And this was gas chambers and from gas chambers and in the field. So field tests, yeah. they would release these chemicals in an open area outdoors. And using Merry Christmas. using the subjects to test particular clothing items and to monitor the effects the chemicals had on nature, you know, such as the animals and the water quality. And there was also evidence that some of the soldiers were not offered any protective gear or clothing. And yeah, that's great. Yeah, that sounds very U.S. military. Right, exactly. It, we're we're going to test. We're going to test some combat gear, but we're not going to give you the combat gear. We want to see what does the skin first. So there's, um, in the, but in the chamber tests, the troops would go in wearing masks and clothing and they would stand in the gases for, from anywhere between one to four hours. Can you imagine? Oh God, I I can't, I I can't. Four hours of mustard gas just getting crammed up your fucking ass. Ugh. I'm sure it wasn't enjoyable at all. Now, they they repeated these tests daily using the same people as subjects until they would until they would show some type of a dangerous reaction. So oh, and these poor people There's always the people on Facebook that put the meme like, Oh, Mondays suck, but imagine waking up every fucking day knowing you have to go stand in the middle of a field with a gas mask on, they're dropping mustard bomb oh, fucking on your head. God, and they, they would use the same people over and over again until they died. So it's your only way out is to die. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that seems feasible. I yeah, guess. yeah. The next, the next one's a good one. I'll let you. I'll let you take this one. Well, <clears throat> this one, I think we could probably do an episode on this one, and this doesn't go. This does not go very in depth no. here. But <clears throat> Operation uh, Paperclip. This is kind of just a synopsis. This was. Yes, this is after World War II when we did an. Ex- there was a huge arms race after World War II between us and Russia, and there was also a negotiating negotiation phase where we were trying to coax over all of the German scientists because we had essentially leveled their fucking country and they had nowhere to go. Yeah. But these well, German scientists, and they, were, they weren't necessarily... They were top class. Like These are like the big dogs for yes. scientists. 
think in the same I, I would say in the same breath as like an Albert Einstein. Right, essentially. right. They were they were the forerunners of science essentially for that time. Yes. They were creating things such as synthetic rubber, um which was a huge breakthrough at the time. Um but America was bringing them over here so they could develop more advancements which would help with the national security during the Cold War that we had with Russia. Russia was trying to do the same thing, but the U.S. paid the Nazi scientists to work for the government, providing them with immunity from prosecution for, the, for their offenses far, following World War II. So they were essentially getting a, a get-out-of-jail-free card yep. for all the fucked-up shit they did for Hitler. Yep, exactly. Um, so they're, they're pretty much forgetting getting, all of their war crimes. Yeah. But uh, apparently we, we ended up eventually employing... 1600 mm-hmm. Nazis and this was this was up until 1990 yeah and that's crazy so we had Nazis on the American payroll until 1990 that's that's I remember what I was doing in 1990 let's see how old was I I was <clears throat> four I don't <laughs> so the thing the thing about this is there are there's so much that is not forthcoming about this entire project. Yeah. There is much that is speculated. I'm not going to get into it here, but whoa, we can do another episode on on Operation Paperclip. Sorry, it sounds like I got a fucking poltergeist in this room. I'm not really <laughs> sure what it is. I'm freaking out a little bit right now. Get the fuck out! This is the government. <laughs> This is what happens when you talk about Operation Paperclip. Weird. But we'll we'll touch on Operation Paperclip in a in a later episode all by itself, yeah. I would assume. Yeah, I think so. Because this kind of ties in with um, the Nazi human experiments. What we did to our citizens pales in comparison to what the Nazis did to their uh their citizens there in mm. Germany. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh they did the most fucking heinous shit that I've ever heard in my entire life. Yay. And then I'll tie in with that. We'll get to it. We'll <clears> get to it. Go Nazis. <laughs> Please don't sound bite that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, coming up next, four spot, um, Operation Sea Spray. Um, that's that's a fun name. I like that. It's, it sounds pretty it cool. A fun name. Yeah, this was it sounds dirty. This was back in 1950, September of 1950. The army this time they were involved in a experiment oh, to test the possibility of biological warfare near the west coast. So what they did was they would release biological weapons into the streets of San Francisco to test their effects. <laughs> Um, Let's just say I'm I'm happy I live in Ohio because anytime <laughs> they decide to do some fucked up shit, yeah, it's never in Ohio. Right? Who, who gives a shit? Um, they released a type of bacteria to gain information on how it could affect the population, and this was done, of course, without any citizens' consent. Um, yeah, and what I'm reading about this one is they never released the official figures and numbers <clears throat> for the end of this project because obviously the, the entire city would have got. Mad Skrilla for that one. They got fucking paid. Yeah, they didn't want this getting out at all. Um, right. Now, by the end of Operation Sea Spray, <clears throat> six different <clears throat> biological warfare tests had been performed on the residents of San Francisco. These these releases killed many people, <sighs> hurt others. 
Um, then the government concluded that it is very likely for a coastal city to be affected by such warfare. Duh. <laughs> you fucking think. <laughs> you fucking think, yeah. One of one of the deaths... So, uh, here's my question, is if we fucking light this thing on fire, you think it'll fucking burn down? Or you think it'll just uh, fucking not catch fire? <laughs> I think it'll fucking burn down. <laughs> one of the deaths that was caused by this experiment was a man by the name of Edward Nevin... He died after bacteria from the government's testing spread from his urinary tract mm. to his heart. And other cases followed his, but many were cured after, you know, you long if, hospital if stays. It followed his butt, or you were saying it followed, but... Well, it may have followed his butt, but... <laughs> yeah, this guy died in his pee hole. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it went from his urinary tract to his heart, so that's that's not fun. Your urinary tract translation for Brohio is pee hole. Yeah, right, right from your right from your dick hole <clears throat> right up to your heart. God, man, that would fucking be terrible. Moving on to Operation Big Buzz. Number this three. Was a catastrophic, yeah, this is a catastrophic experiment conducted by the U.S. government in 1955. And the word on the street that I read about this one is they still do this to this day, and they do a lot of it, and they don't tell you about it. They, I can't even fucking pronounce these mosquitoes they have. It's Adis Egypti mosquitoes. Yeah, Adis. They weren't regular. The thing is, they were not regular mosquitoes. They have a distinct bite, and a, they leave a distinct wound behind. Yeah. So, in research purposes... Anytime someone comes forward with one of these injuries, they can use it for their statistics and their research. Um, Fuck those people. Okay, so the goal of these mosquitoes, the government, if these mosquitoes were to be used as a weapon, they would be uh, infected with a deadly disease, okay? This is some zombie apocalypse shit right here. Yeah. They would infect these mosquitoes, and then they would just fucking dumped swarms of them on cities. They dumped millions and millions of these mosquitoes on Savannah, Georgia. They didn't infect these mosquitoes, but they it, they were a certain class of mosquito. They could track the mosquito bites because they were different than regular bites. But they dumped millions and millions of these mosquitoes on Savannah, Georgia. Um, it's also reported that during this <laughs> debacle, we'll call it. <laughs> right. Um, many government <clears throat> officials disguised themselves as healthcare officials in order to effectively record the mosquito bites and track their locations. So if they just came out and said, okay, anyone with this bite needs to come forward, I th I think the way it is right now, if you... Um, anytime you're infected with rabies or there's a chance of rabies, you're kind of monitored by the by the government. Um, they They couldn't really do that in this instance... The, the constant known monitoring because then the, the people would know something was going on. But like I said, there's there's Operation Big Buzz, the one we were speaking of. There's an Operation Dropkick and an Operation Big Itch. <laughs> <laughs> These are all instances Big Itch. Where they would they would yeah. I get the big itch all the time. I just put my hand in my pocket and get a little little turn and burn and keep on going, you know what I mean? That's so stupid. <laughs> But the uh, 
Operation Big Itch, they did not use <laughs> mosquitoes. They used fleas, which fucking fleas are disgusting. <laughs> Big Itch. <laughs> they, the only... <laughs> The only consolation for this part of the list is they didn't infect these mosquitoes. Uh, I guess that's good. But if we were going to do some Rick Grimes shit, that's how it would go down is the fucking mosquitoes, man. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, mosquitoes are the most, I, I believe they're the deadliest creatures on Earth. Like, I believe more human yeah, or more people die from them than anything else. Um, I would have thought, like, just your basic house cat would be. <laughs> house cats are just assholes. But, like, yes, you got to think of all yes, the things are. like malaria and West Nile and all this shit. Is West Nile even still a thing anymore? Yeah, like this. What was it? Zika. Um, the Zika. Zika? The Zika? Zika and Ebola. Ebola, yeah. And for all that we know. Fucking shit. For all we know, this could be something that the government's still doing. The nation was paralyzed by that yeah, shit, man. Yeah, it was horrible. I was working in Col- or Cleveland when that happened, and there was a girl in a bridal shop that had it. And everyone's like, oh my god, we're all gonna fucking die. I'm like, when's the last time you tried on wedding gowns? Because that's the only way you're gonna fucking die right now. <laughs> people just go crazy over this shit, man. Yeah, the people are, there's a lot of hypochondriacs, so they're, uh... People- but citing, citing these operations, it makes, it does make you wonder if... It was possibly the government doing some fuck shit. Yeah, it very well could have been, and it still could be to this day. Who knows? And I'm going to say it again. I've said it a hundred times. This is the U.S. government doing this stuff to us. Yeah. Unbeknownst to us. Nike style, just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fudge it. Why not? What are we going to do? Fudge it. Right. <laughs> right in the fucking butt. Right. <laughs> just bend over a little bit farther and... Take this yeah. red, white, and so blue dick right in your ass. <laughs> this bald eagle penis. Right. Uh, <laughs> going on next, this is this is one that gets uh, that's really morbid. Oh yeah. This is the Willowbrook experiments. This is number two. Uh, um, I have my name written next to this one, but I'm glad you're going to take it. So. Yeah. This is a. Ha, luckily, I fell in line with this one. Um, <laughs> the Willowbrook experiments. This was something that was. They they were trying to find the cure for hepatitis. Um, this study lasted from 1956 to 1970, so that's 14 and years. Hepatitis in it, hepatitis in its infancy stage was fucking destructive. Yeah, it I mean, would wreck people. It was a killing machine. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, these subjects that they used for in the study were taken from Willowbrook State School, which is in Staten Island. That's in New York. If you don't know. Um, they were actually mentally handicapped children that they would do these God. tests on. Um, the tests... That's the, like, I don't get sad about stuff, but reading about this, these different projects, in numerous instances, they're just taking handicapped children. That They're not handicapped children that are um, loved by family. These are just kids that were dumped off. Yeah. At a at a school or a hospital that were, someone just decided they didn't want them, right? And the government's taking them and saying, "Okay, we're going to crack their head open and we're going to see if we see what we can." We're going to tinker it's around just, there. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. They uh, what they did in these they would use these they test these children. They would take experimental drugs that were supposedly meant to cure hepatitis, 
So you have these disabled children who are unable to provide consent, of course, and they they would often die from these treatments. Now, yeah. when when they were questioned <clears throat> about their actions, officials justified themselves by stating that hepatitis was prevalent in the institution and nearly all patients would become infected anyways. So why not? So what not? these shitbags are essentially saying, you're going to fucking die anyways, so yeah. let, let us kill you. Yeah. And the the children who did not contract the disease naturally were infected by the administrators to carry on the experiments anyways. So even if they and didn't mind have you, the death row death row in several states is just fucking jam packed at a fucking standstill and we're testing this shit on innocent children. Right. Well we're down to one. They're down to one here. Yeah. This is the measles, uh, the measles vaccine experiment. This one's a little messed up too. Yeah. <clears throat> this was recent. This, yeah. these tests were in nineteen from nineteen ninety to nineteen one, by the good old CDC, who also is mentioned in the same breath as zombies because they're always involved. <laughs> Anytime you watch a zombie movie, it's always the fucking CDC's fault. Always. But, yeah. <clears throat> the doctors wanted to know if they could use. Um, if they could use it to replace natural antibodies in babies. To test this, doctors injected thousands of babies in the third world with the drug. So, I guess they did have... And this was, this was the measles, the measles vaccine. <clears throat> yes, they did have us in mind while testing this right. shit. Yeah. They would um, inject these babies in third, wor- third world countries. I, I just see like a long line of kids in uh, defunct... Uh, Super Bowl shirts lined up, waiting to get <laughs> fucking needles put in their neck. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> the vaccine eventually led to several immune problems in the babies and caused many deaths, although the exact number is unknown. That's the thing about all these studies, is no one fucking kept no. track of anything. Because they didn't give a shit. Because they didn't want you to realize how morbid it was. Right. Uh, so, the U.S. government, being the wonderful... Guys and gals that they are realized how many babies they fucking killed with this shit. So they said, hey, let's try this shit out in Los Angeles. <laughs> Why not? My, I, I understand there is a lot of people in Los Angeles. So if you're trying to, you know, alleviate the chance of wiping out an entire population, probably start in Los Angeles. But knowing the drug had this effect, the government still tested it still tested it on African-American and Hispanic babies in Los Angeles. They injected more than 1,500 babies in the United States with the experimental drug. However, the study came to an end when it was discovered that African children were dying at an alarming rate up to three years after receiving the vaccinations. The CDC later admitted to the parents who were unaware... (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) This part's fucked up. They admitted to the parents who were unaware that the children were being injected <clears throat> with the experimental drug that what what they were doing. But at that point, it was too late. Yeah. So they were essentially lingering in the hospitals, waiting for these babies to be born, taking them and injecting them with these various vaccinations. <laughs> and afterwards, pretty much saying, Canadian, like, yeah, this is... Uh, by the way, this this wasn't uh, this hasn't been verified by the <clears throat> FDA yet. So, uh... the th- three years later, yeah, three years later, 
these parents are like, okay, this kid is really sick. He's dying. And the CDC says, oh, yeah, by the way, we injected him with uh, some experimental drugs. He's probably going to die, but here's some money to make it all better. I would need, like, seven or eight kids before I would start, like, (laughs) okay, I'll take cash for this one. There's a lot of... In all these studies, there were the inmates that got $5. Right. And then there's these families that were paid out. So it begs the question... I've I've been hearing this question a lot lately, and we propose it to one another at my work a lot. Would you... um, Perform oral sex on a man for ten million dollars. Would I? Are you, are you, are you asking? Yeah. Actually, asking me? <clears throat> yeah, oh, I'm asking you right now. Point me to this guy. Yeah, I'm gobbling all the gooky. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Um, listen, here's my thing. You know what? When I was explaining this to my friends at work, I said I would give this man such delightful fellatio. <laughs> That he would come back next weekend with the checkbook. Like, listen, man, I know I hooked you up with $10 million last weekend, but that was the best shit that I've ever had. Yeah. And I'm going to hook you up with $12 million a night to do the same thing. I would I would suck the soul out of his body. I'm like, drop trout, my friend, because you were <laughs> hopping on the tube steak express. Shit, you fucking give me a Crave case from White Castle, and I'll consider it even then. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely suck a dick for a crave case. No doubt. I, I, I'd contemplate it. <laughs> now, there's <clears throat> there, there's enough money for you to do, pretty much for you to do anything, I would say. Yeah. I, everything has a number, has a price. Everything has a price. That's a... So those are the those are the experiments. Sorry this, this episode was a little faster than the other ones, but we had to get through it. Kind of a weird week for us. We didn't want to skip out on you guys. We wanted to get one out there. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. But now, it's time for Animal Fights. Oh, shit. Whose turn is it? Is it your turn? <clears throat> or is it my turn? Um, I don't remember. I think it's... I think it was my turn. Did I say... Wait. No, it's my, yeah, it's, it's my turn because you had the one that you were saving. You're like, oh, I've been saving this one. And then you hit me with it. it oh, was, yeah. Uh, hippos and Rhino. The crocodile yeah, versus... The hippo and Rhino. <clears throat> Okay, <clears throat> I want to do a a badger. Oh shit! Because fucking honey badger don't play. Yeah. Versus a monitor lizard. Hmm. Badgers are tough as fuck. Um. I'm going monitor lizard. I can respect that. That's disgusting too. <laughs> Rob's waving at you. Oh, hey. Hi. She said, hey. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um, yeah. My wife just kicked the door on me. Monitor lizard all day long. <clears throat> all right. Badgers are soft well, and squishy in the middle. This... Are you sure? I should be. I hope. Have you ever tickled a, have you ever tickled a badger? Uh, not knowingly. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. All righty. Well, that wraps up this episode, so... Thanks. <laughs> no, yeah. get, follow us on all of our social doodads. Yes. Um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, the, the, Patreon if you want to donate. We got some sexy stuff for you yeah. guys there. Um, talk to us. Send us some messages. Um, we love to talk. Recommendations for the next episode. Feel free to send them. 
before we throw them in the garbage afterwards and decide it's not good enough. Uh, no, <laughs> just joking. We'll never do that. <laughs> uh, we got a couple things that maybe that we're considering for the next episode, so once we figure out, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. And that's it. Love you. Bye. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.